I don't know what your police captain told you about me, but I'm a different breed of podcast. I'm from the streets, and I'm the last podcast. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the last podcast. Last time we had with us Nkechi Chibweze, and this time we have with us... Cody Myers. Cody Myers. Cody, when was your last show? Last night. Last night. Here, Tell us about it. How'd it go? Houston. It was good. It was uh, at the Bill Arnings is it Gallery. I'm going to mess up the last Yeah, gallery, gallery or exhibit. Yeah, exhibit. And uh, that was a good show. Um, Rachel McMillan runs it. Look but nice. don't touch. Look but don't touch. I think that's what she calls it. Yeah, the look, yeah, but, don't look touch but don't touch show. Um, yeah, it was very. It was. I mean, uh, I haven't. I've never done an art gallery show, and I'm just not really like uh, a guy you would see at an art gallery. Or, that is what I kind of think is pretty fun about it. Is like yeah. really, it's, it's such a crowd that you would never see in the art scene. In that, the comedy yeah. scene, yes. That's just comedy in general. When I go anywhere, there's like this this fucking guy. I just kind of look racist, but I'm not. So that's always like a... You look like a surfer dude. Like, you look like you're from California. That's just today because the shirt. That, yeah, but the hair, would, too. The well, hair. yeah, the hair is... They're long hair. Or she's like, this guy's backwards. He doesn't even know what scissors look like. <laughs> that, but yeah, so but that show was fun. I liked that a lot. I had a really good set. And just got to hang out and mix and mingle for a bit. Who was there? Um, Anyone you knew? Comedy-wise? Yeah. Yeah, there was like five of us from Austin that came out last night. Oh, shit. Yeah, Jordan McDonald's there, Casey Rocket, Kat Swantner, uh, Holly Hart. I think I'm missing someone. That's a lot of out-of-towners. Yeah. There was a good portion of us. And then, like, we all kind of hit the same spots later on that night, too. Like, we went to uh, Rudyard's out here, and then we went to Secret Group, too. Does Ru- so. Rudyard's have comedy on, uh, what was yesterday? Uh, yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never mind, yeah. Those are the uh, guys that do Shots Fired from Denver. They were, uh, I'm going to mess it up, Mike Kobus or Mark Kobus and then some Matt Stewart. I can't remember the names, but uh, they're very funny guys, too. They take that show on the road. Rogers has been uh, killing it the last few years with comedy. It's a nice room. I yeah. like that a lot. They have Christmas lights up there. Granted, they're blue, but there's still Christmas lights, and that's some trashy stuff I'm into. I used to, the bar next door used to be called Next Door Bar. Nice. And I used to go there a lot. They used to have a... Uh, a weekly group meeting called Skessions where all the like a bunch of the Houston artists would get together and drink and draw and that's where I actually started nice. one of my uh, I'll get you to draw on it before you leave but one of my uh, long term projects that I've been doing for about 10 years this year now and uh, but they went under a few years ago and now it's like a new bar there or something like that is that what they called it a new bar there no like, I don't know what it's called now <laughs> You want to go to the, what, what was he saying, the bar next door? Next door bar. Next door bar. Yeah, that's what it used to be called. Yeah. I think it's a new bar over there. No, it is a new bar. It's called the new bar. Really? That's what I'm saying. Like, that would be the name. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a new ne- bar, new bar. Next door bar, uh, then uh, the new next door. That's like a rock band. They might band that other, or that one band. Oh, that's funny. It's like, hey, you know that one song by that one band? That one band? Oh, actually, yeah, 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 I do. That's actually pretty clever. Right? That was the the, the start of your comedy. That's when you're like, oh, I know I'm going to do this. Yeah, I was, I was like. I think in fourth grade or something, but uh, I was always like being funny. I'm a comedian. I think it'd be funny to name my first album Please See Cashier. So that way, like, every all those Please See Cashier jokes just become about my album now. That's funny. That's just like, I just stole that advertisement. Uh, it, it, I think that's great. It, it would uh, fall into the algorithm to, like, pick your stuff up. Uh, that makes me think of, uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe, Joe Exotic. Yep. The Tiger King when oh, he, yeah. like, did the. 
Big Cat Rescue Plus or whatever. Like, yeah. But he got sued about that. Damn shame. Um, when was the last time? Uh, so you live in your car. When was the last time you uh, lived under a, a roof, like paid rent or anything, or at home? Uh, Murphy came out here, so I guess like six and a half months ago now. Living with some friends back in Illinois. Oh, so only six months in your car? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not that long, but then it's also like, it's a long time. It is a long time. <laughs> yeah, when you think about it, in a car. 30 days times six, essentially. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's been, a, it's been a while, so, um, I mean, it's not like every single day is just in the car. I've got friends uh, across Austin and stuff that sometimes let me crash over by them, um, or, uh, I mean, I went back home for the holidays, so I was like indoors then too. Illinois? Yeah, yeah, back in Illinois. Um... Yeah, just stuff like that, but uh, it's not that bad. What do you do during the day? I write. Yeah? I write a whole lot, yeah. I don't have a day job right now. I'm, uh, I'm in the market for applying for a day job now. Um, but uh, luckily, like, I had enough savings that I could. I knew I had this you know, X amount of time before mm-hmm. I had to worry about stuff like that. I'm just very good about money management, too. So I, uh Plus, when you live in your car, you don't have expenses. Yeah, except yeah, gas. Except for gas, yeah. Your heating bill, essentially. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just, I, I get up, and then uh, sometimes I'll work out in the mornings, and then I'll go and write at a coffee shop or something. I'll, I mean, I'll write there for, I mean, anywhere from an hour to five hours. And then I uh, usually go do comedy. And that's that takes me to, like, 2 a.m. Oh, legit. Yeah, I'll do that. And that's just day in, day out now. Because that would be my thing, like, if I was ever to live in my car or anything. It's like, what do I do all day? Yes. That, that does suck because some days it's like uh, I've already written or like uh, this the mic start at this time or the show starts here and it's like I've got a lot of time I don't know many things to do around Austin yet yeah like the touristy things which is stupid because I'm like living my life as a tourist right now but yeah I, I, some days it's just like wow I have so much time to look at a steering wheel <laughs> I just I hate it um you got any questions? when was the last time you had a milkshake? A milkshake. Um, now, bought from like a restaurant or store, it's been a while. But I made a mil- milkshake for me and my niece probably like maybe two months ago. I made a chocolate milkshake. They were good. With chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream with chocolate syrup? Uh, vanilla ice cream with chocolate syrup. That's the way to go. People are always like, oh, I like chocolate. But it's just, it's too much chocolate. Yeah. It's too sweet for me. Because I love vanilla. Vanilla is overrated or underrated. Yeah. Underrated, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then when you mix that chocolate in, it just it adds to it rather than just getting the straight chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you can just put other stuff with it too. But if it's a chocolate ice cream, chocolate milkshake, it's like you can't wait. It's like add banana to it. Oh, dude, I love banana with ice cream. Yeah, but it's like you gotta go with the vanilla, then the banana, then the chocolate flavoring, and then that's how you get a good blend. Make me want a milkshake. <laughs> I like malts more than milkshakes. Oh man, I haven't had a malt in a while. The last uh, the last malt I had though was uh, at Wendy's. Like a, bunch, uh, a group of friends and I, we were like going to Wendy's, and one of them was like, "Let's go get malts." And I was just like, "What? Like Wendy's has malts?" And yeah, like, yeah, let's go. What? That was pretty good. They have malts there. Maybe it wasn't Wendy's. Maybe it's, uh, it might have been Dairy Queen. That sounds like a Dairy Queen or Brahms thing. It was either Dairy Queen or. There's this place right next to it that I'm blinking on. 
But it was some place where I was surprised that they had malts. That was the thing. Yeah, either way, even Dairy Queen, I'm kind of surprised they have malts there. That's usually something like you go to like an ice cream parlor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when was the last time you feared for your life? Um, I don't know. I, well, I guess it was kind of feared. I, at the time, I don't think I, I calculated it as fear. But uh, I had a, a module on my engine brake, and I replaced it in a Walmart parking lot. And I was, this is when I was living in my car still. Mm-hmm. And when I put it back together, I didn't notice a piece was missing that fell down the engine bay. And I put it back together, I put a new part on there, and I started it, and the car would not start. So it was in worse condition than before. Because before, like, it was for the air-fuel mixture of the car, and it wasn't getting enough uh, air. It was choking itself out. So I was getting, like, it was terrible. I was getting, like, 100 miles to the tank. It's awful. You know, just, like, six miles to the gallon. Jeez. And, uh... That is terrible. It's like a Hummer. It's horrible. It's like a Hummer, and I'm not... I wish I was driving a Hummer at that point. It's way cooler. Um... And yeah, I, like the little pin that connects the two fell, and I didn't see it. So I went to start the car, and it wouldn't even start because there was no airflow. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, now I'm stuck here. Now I've lost my car house, and Walmart's going to tow me out of here. Now I'm like, now I'm just like, oh, spiraling. I'm like, what's going to oh, happen God. at this point? And then I was kind of like, sat through it, and I was just like, hold on, there might be a part missing. And then I watched a video of someone else doing it, and I'm like, oh, crap. He never explained it because his part was just stuck to his module. Mine fell off. Mm-hmm. So then I I was actually at Walmart, and I bought a magnet. I bought, like, three magnet tools that all went different directions, and I just, like, poked everything around until I picked it up. Uh, I couldn't see it, but, yeah. Well, lucky, helped. man. That lucked out. Jeez. I know. Uh, so mechanics. Uh, where did you study mechanics? How did you get into that? Um, Votech in high school. Just, uh, we had, like, a college campus and then there was like a almost like a junior college campus next to it and if you're in high school and you were a junior and senior you could do uh votech classes so you could do like welding or um automotive service you could do bakery uh i guess it's just foods in general culinary arts Mm -hmm. um building trades uh c++ and programming stuff like that anything now it's just trades so i did that for two years and i was like 15 when i started it or 16 yeah, so then uh, I started getting jobs as a mechanic while I was still in high school, and then I got out, and then I that was just it. I did that for like seven years straight. So when was the last time you were in mechanics? Um, I mean, professionally as one, it was uh, a year and a, almost two years ago now. Okay, what made you leave? It's just not what I wanted to do. Yeah. I started getting more into comedy, and then COVID happened, and I was an essential worker, and then I didn't have anything else in life except for to go to work and then go back home. Well, and yeah, that'll tear myself. you apart. Yeah, it was just stupid. I'm like, I, I mean, it, I don't want to get like much into that too, but it's just like I knew friends and I knew other people that were just like making more on unemployment. Granted, like that's not how it's just gonna. It's probably gonna come back, and it's unfortunate. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. hurt them in the future. But at the time, I'm like, they're making twice as much as I am. Yeah, it was and really I'm, eye-opening yeah, for a lot of people. and that's why I'm doing this now. But uh, I'm like, I don't even like this job anymore. I just, I only got into it to learn how to be self-sufficient. Like, I want to have, like, a, I want to have a homestead mm-hmm. in the future and just have, like, you know, the truck breaks down and all I got is a paperclip and bubble gum. We're going to fix it. And, like, having mechanics knowledge is such an upper hand in today's society because, like, 
you know how to fix your car. Like, if something happens, you can just, like, open the hood and, you know, I'll do this. I'll do it myself and save so much money. Whereas, like, I would have to take it to a mechanic and they can, you know, charge me whatever they want because I don't understand what's going on under there. Yeah. I want to see home ec classes come back around in high school. I completely agree. And I want to see a portion of it be, like, not just home ec, but, like, garage ec. Yeah. Just learn how to use tools and stuff. They used to have that. Yeah, but I think it should be mandatory. Yeah, I, I agree. Because uh, I think it used to be mandatory as well, like back in the day, like at least getting under the hood for a little bit. Uh, I think physical education, home ec, and economics should all be mandatory in high yeah, school for I at agree. least the year apiece. I agree. I also think uh, improv and philosophy should be taught a lot more and to gauge us with ourselves more. Yeah, uh, I can see that. I just, well, I think, I, think, I think Common Core is, uh, is what they tell you you need to learn. Is kind of ridiculous. You know, like, like Common Core math. Yeah, Common Core math, and then just uh, just the regular school curriculum. I think a lot of that is. I mean, it depends on what you want to do, but those classes should be electives, right? Like, I'm not a scientist. Yeah, I didn't need to do that many years of science classes. Yeah. It was cool. I enjoyed it, but like, there should be classes that you know you're going to use. like. It's like drinking water. Not everyone drinks alcohol or or pop or soda, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone drinks water. Yeah. Water's mandatory. Yeah. Everyone has to function around finances, make economics yeah. mandatory. And then it's like, if you want to learn how to make beer, then yeah, go to your college class. Go to your, your science classes with that too. And it's so crazy that like our whole system is based off of like finances and everything and capitalism and consumerism, yet they don't teach us how to work in these systems. Yeah. It's almost a manipulation. But thank way. God I remember the Pythagorean theorem. Like, Yeah, right? A squared plus B squared equals C squared. It's like, when am I ever going to use this again? Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I think one day in life I'll use it, but that's probably going to be the only thing, and it's just going to be so weird. It's it's almost trivial at this point. Yeah. Like, just something you use in trivia, like, or a joke. It's like, oh, I, I understand that joke. Same with the quadratic formula. It's like, I remember it, but I don't remember why I know it or how to use it. And that's just, like, terribly sad that that many years of schooling just goes to a joke in trivia night at some restaurant, at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. just, do you remember this from, yeah, do you remember Sokotoa from from the calculator? Uh, from I remember the phrase, but I don't remember what it stands for. I don't remember either. And it had all, it had, there were abbreviations for everything. Yeah. Costin was co. That's Tangent. Odd. Tangent, and then. And then the other one. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't even tell you what they did. Yeah, exactly. What their functions were. Gosh. But it's just that kind of stuff. And then that's that's what it is. It's just like a quick laugh. Like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that being imprinted on me. I remember that being hardwired into my mind. Yeah. And now you never use it. And you never will again. And it's also not like you're not going to use it for the first... If you're not using it the first 10 years of life outside of high school or college, you're not going to use it. Yeah. You're going to forget it. It's not like I'm going to turn a leaf over and be like, you know what? I think I want to be a math teacher now. I'm going to go back to school and get my degree and become a teacher. No. It does happen, but I wouldn't say, and I would say so rarely that it's just, again, like we're, what we're saying, it's like it was kind of a waste to do in the first place. Yeah, but if you have that passion, I don't think you're ever going to put that down. Like, you'll be doing it as a hobby on the side yeah. for a little bit, so it's not like you're just going to be starting from scratch. Like, it'd be like, if I did it, I would have to go through high school math again just yeah. to understand what the hell any of this means and then go, okay, now I do want to teach it. I agree. Uh, I mean... I used to be so good at math, yeah. but I remember uh, a couple jobs ago, I saw like an algebra equation, 
and I couldn't even remember how to begin. I was just like, yeah, I don't know how to do this anymore. It's kind of like riding a bike. Like people say you never forget how to ride a bike, but, uh, personally, like I remember getting a bike when I moved to Georgia and I hadn't ridden a bike in years. Mm. You are rusty. Like you get so rusty trying to get back on that bike. It's the same thing for anything. Like nothing stays forever except your will to eat and drink and die. Well, those are needs. Yeah. You need to do this and you will die. Yeah. You know, uh, an eternal. Yeah. It's, it's not that you you don't remember it's you. I think you do remember how to ride a bike. You'll always, what's the phrase again? You'll, You'll never forget how to ride a bike. You just don't remember how to start it. Yeah. You don't remember how to start the algebra equation. You don't remember how to start to get on the bike and start the path. Well, once you're like, oh, and just, oh, yeah, this is how it goes. You'll refresh it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you don't remember how to start it, you know? But yeah. I hated algebra. I hated geometry. I loved geometry. That was always the flip oh, side. Oh, wow, really? It was just shapes. I it was so it. easy. I loved algebra. I hated it. And, uh, yeah, because you just, you toss in, you toss in letters now. That's unfair. <laughs> It's just, I don't know who decided that, but... India, yeah. I think. Well, I'm mad at them. I think. I could be wrong. In high school, I had such a high high grade in algebra, or a geometry, that I didn't have to show up to my final, I still would have passed. That, that's legit. Yeah, it just, it was so easy, it was just shaped, and that's the funny, it's, all, it's like the Beatles or Rolling Stones. You're one or the other, you know? <laughs> it's like, you're either algebra or you're geometry. And more people are Beatles fans and Rolling Stones fans, in my opinion. And yeah. I'm, I'm Rolling Stones and Geometry. I mean, both are solid bands. They are, but I like the Rolling Stones way more. Um, when was the last time you listened to a Stones or Beatles song? Oh, man, so my niece is obsessed with the Beatles right now. Really? Yeah, so after uh, that documentary came out recently, Get Back, uh... My brother and his wife, they all watched it together. And so, yeah, they're all obsessed. And then I started getting into some Beatles songs. Uh, last time I listened to the Rolling Stones song, it's probably been a while. But I do love the Stones. Probably not enough. <laughs> not enough. Yeah, probably right. But no, I, uh, Rolling Stones, that was one of the first albums I had was uh, 40 Licks. Their okay. greatest hits. Does that count, though? Our greatest hits? That's what I used to always get when I was younger, was just greatest hits albums. Yeah. It makes sense, though. But it's always, you're getting it, I think if you if it's a band from before your time, you start with the greatest hits. Yeah. It's not like, like Foo Fighters. Like, I was there when they, you know, I mean, they're a few years older than me. But, like, I was there through the making of it. One of my favorite bands from when they started. I've had their albums. Mm-hmm. But I'm probably not going to go buy a greatest hits. Yeah. I think that's what it is. If you grew up with it. You're, you're like you remember the album, but that's what we were talking about earlier. Was just like the fluff pieces. Yeah, like it's just like uh, that because like back in growing up, at least for me in the '90s, 2000s, fluff was such a common thing with albums, mm-hmm. and that's why I enjoyed greatest hits albums more. But I think more so these days, albums have gotten much better on that. And so once I got into like college, that's when I really started to appreciate full albums more yeah. than greatest hits. And, like, I really enjoyed, like, the the non-hits, you know, and, like, really deciding for myself what is a greatest hit, you know? Yeah. Which is weird, too, because the greatest hits, even if you listen to that, you're going to think songs on there are fluff. Yeah. It's like, well, that was the greatest song from that album, and that, that album won album of the year. Yeah. Or something. I remember Motley Crue's greatest hits. My mom had that one. And then I had it. 
and there was a song Primal Scream on there. And it was very underrated and overlooked, but like that was my favorite song from that album. Really? Like Kickstart My Heart, SOS were on there and everything. Um, Kickstart My Heart is such a good song. It's a great, I think it's one of the, I mean, there's at least the top 100 songs that have ever been made. Yeah, maybe. That's gotta be one it's of the best. It's just so, songs. so much energy. It's so, it's just start to finish. It's awesome. I read Nikki Six's uh, Heroin Diaries too. And when he talks about how that song came around, it's pretty intense. Oh, really? Yeah, he OD'd on uh, Coke in a bathroom. I think it was a bathroom in a hotel with Slash. And then the pair, and, and hookers. And then the paramedics came and gave him an adrenaline shot to the heart. And then when that happened, the Coke started recirculating. And now he has adrenaline going through his veins, too. And oh I think he just. Gosh, des- whoa. I think he describes in the book, he felt like he was vibrating through his skin. It was literally about kickstarting his heart. Yeah. That's, that's. Most of the songs are about Nikki Six dying from what Molly Green. A good. Like, they don't write them anymore, like, like stuff like that, you know? No, and it's, yeah, it was just so raw and powerful. But also, at the same time, you never even thought, you're like, oh, this song just gets you moving. It's like, oh, no, it got him moving. He was dead. And yeah, then, it literally got him removing. And then such uh, such a great song came out of it. Do you uh, recommendations on this uh, podcast, too? Or do I take recommendations? Or do or just like, hey, like you know. Oh, yeah, shout yeah, it out, man. I, w- I would say... The Heroin Diaries by Nikki Six. I don't read a whole lot of books, unfortunately, but like that one, I read when I probably too soon. Uh, it, I mean, I I burned through it in like two days. Wow! And that's insane for me. I just it's so good because he's it's it's portions of his diary he kept in the first year of Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. It's like the first to like second and a half year. I think it's eighty one or it's like halfway through eighty one to eighty three, and it's the first few years when they were just they exploded. Yeah. So it's him getting high, writing what his thoughts were, mostly freaking out about these invisible elves that were hopping his fence. <laughs> and then he just talks about the other rock stars he's partying with. But then the other, it's like when you read like a Shakespearean book now, it's like the one page is the true original scripture and the other page is like the watered down English version. This would be like, this was what happened, what he wrote. And then the other side is him looking back on it now. And going, oh, oh shit! Oh, I love stuff like that. And then he interviews. So he mentions, he mentions Slash a lot. He mentions Vanity, and they both come back and they'll they'll talk about their thoughts. And a lot, it's it's, I hate stories of happy endings. So a lot of times it's like, oh no, he was a he was an asshole. I haven't talked to him in thirty years because of this. I'm only doing this because his ghostwriter came and talked to me. Like I'm not even looking at him for this interview. Wow. So just stuff like that, it's just insane. And then like they make a book about it, and it's I liked it a lot. It's more reality than. Uh... Yeah, it's not like the TV, yeah, the glamorous TV, the simulation. Lights. Yeah, it's a an choosing. imitation of what what we're choosing to give you. Even though it still kind of is, it is a book that sure, it's the what editors, they, for, yes. I'm sure, getting into it. But it's raw. And it's yeah. just like, whoa, this is crazy. And I like that a lot. Uh, what was the last time you uh, played music? Picked up an instrument? I think it was at the the comedy club at the Creek in the Cave in Austin. Uh, some guy had a guitar. And it was, like, after, like, all the stuff was going on. It was just kind of, we're all hanging out there. That's where we go to, like, just hang out late at night. And he just had a guitar. And then it was, like, the campfire situation where it's, like, oh, well, I know a song. And then it got to me, and I'm just the asshole who's, like, like three quarters of a song. You're like, But it's not, like, it's not like the first three quarters. It never is. Because then it's, like, at least I can play 75% of a song. It's, like, I know three quarters of every measure or something. So I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm, like, shit, that's not it. All right, and just keep going. Fuck. And I just keep forgetting it. And I'm like, I don't even want to play this anymore. Here, take it. Take yeah. this from me. Uh, what was the last band you were in? I remember you mentioned that in the last one. Um, bands. It was like three or four years ago. My brothers and best friend and I had like just a little jam band that we were just like back in the garage. 
at my mom's house. We just show up because we're all like we're all playing instruments and we're like, let's just hang out. And then one day we're like, we got instruments, let's all play. I'm jealous. And then yeah, we did that. And then we like, and then it was, like it was cool because like we're all just like looking for a new hobby. And it was like, hey, your homework is to go and, and learn this song. And then we would come back the next, you know, in three days or something and play it. Oh, that's legit. I always like growing up. So I did percussion. So I played drums and everything. Yeah. And I always wanted to be in a band. I I just wanted to jam or just play songs with people. And uh, it wasn't until like five years ago that I finally was like, I'm just going to do it myself. And now I have 76 albums. Wow. Yeah. There you go. At least you had the appreciation for it still. Yeah. I had a band in high school. And like high school bands are a lot like when you have middle school girlfriends where it's just like you have a girlfriend. <laughs> you know, you just have it for the title. Like, you yeah. know, like you never see each other. It's yeah. just like, that's my girlfriend. So, like, I was in a few bands like that, too. I got a buddy, like, he, he was a rapper, and he wanted me to play drum tracks, like, live drum tracks for his raps, and that didn't pan out very far. But one band, we did jam a lot, but we never did anything, and somehow we ended up with a radio interview from somewhere in L.A., like a magazine. Oh, shit. And it's hilarious, because, like, we never played a single show. But y'all got some infamy somehow. I have no... I want to find that magazine. It was because we, we were we were all in high school together, and then we had, like, the one of, like, the deans of the front office workers liked us. Because mm-hmm. uh, she always saw us because we were always on our way to the dean because we were just problematic kids. <laughs> and so she was very cool, and she had a connection, and she hooked us up with this interview from, like, a magazine company. But then again, it's like when you don't know, when you... Like, it's... Like, if comedy, you hear this all the time. It's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a New York comic. Well, it's crazy. Well, it's just like, you don't know. New York's even bigger than Austin. That'd be like mm-hmm. me saying, I'm an Austin comic. Well, yeah, so is 500 other people. You know, like, there's, that doesn't mean much. Yeah. Um, so, I was like, I don't know what magazine company this is. It could just be a one and done or something. Yeah. But we had an interview, and they're asking us, like, how, like, what do you guys do, and this and that, and, like, how do you guys stay focused, and, like, fights and quarrels in the band, and it's just, like, I'm just sitting there. I never even talked on the interview, but we had it on the phone, and I'm listening to the two, other, two of the guys, and I'm just like, this is bullshit they're listening to the reasons that they're giving to I'm like you guys are talking out your ass <laughs> I just wanted to shout out we've never even played a gig like just you should have I like, should have because it would have been hilarious but like also the name of the band was The Influence that's hilarious kind of cool right but the logo was a stick figure being pushed down by a finger of God coming out of the sky and he was pushing on and the guy was trying to hold it up and then Influence was tattooed on the wrist I'm like, yeah, but that's just saying we're under the influence, yeah. <laughs> which is funny too. And then like we had pictures like, like drawn up, and, like they wanted to make merch and talk about in high school and stuff. And I'm like, I think it's gonna get, I think they're gonna nip it in the ass because sometimes you're so close to perspective you can't see it. That but sounds was, so high school. It like, does, but that's hilarious. I got kicked out of a class one time and sent to the dean uh, because I was wearing a American flag shirt, but the the star or the stripes were red solo cups. So the white and red stripes were red solo cups, and then the, the stars were ping pong balls, so it was a beer pong shirt. And I was leaving class, my teacher's like, oh, I don't know about that shirt. I'm like, well, it's the end of class, what are you going to do? And then I went to like five, <laughs> I went to five more periods, and then that little rat snitched on me, and he told my dean, and she found me like the second to last period of the day, and she made me change, and she had like a box of just That's extra ridiculous. shirts. ridiculous. Yeah, it was funny. Just, it's just a shirt, y'all. And then the, her box of extra shirts were like homecoming shirts that they made too many of. So I like I yeah. wore a shirt like homecoming twenty, you know, twenty ten. Like I wasn't even high school then. So I I put it on. I ripped the sleeves off, and I put I was a big sleeveless guy. And the inverse <laughs> of that is that like everyone you tell that story to is gonna like care more about the other shirt than like you having to change, and it's gonna cause more. What's the word? Uh, I don't know. Uh, 
not aggravation, but uh, influence, I guess. Well, comes back to the influence, yeah. huh? How about that? That's not the exact semantic I'm looking for, but again, it's just like more people are going to. It causes more care for that shirt, and it's like, oh, I, I guess this shirt is a bigger deal than I think it is. I should wear it more often. Yeah, it's a bully situation. Yeah, you just don't even address them. Yeah, I'm like, well, shit, this guy doesn't care. This is stupid. Yeah, yeah, but now it makes me want to wear that shirt. I wore it, it that, more. Right I there, did wear yeah. that shirt more too. All right. Well, uh, Cody, you got any last things to say? Um, go go drink a malt, everyone out there. Drink a malt, yeah. Let's go drink one. Have one for me. Any plugs? Um, at Myers Cody on everything forever. It's simple. I need to change the spelling of my name just so like it's easier to find. But uh, it's like me ears. Yeah, when I tell people it's my with an I and then ears. Yeah. Which I should just change. I should just change my handle to my with an I and ears. My with an I and ears. Like I, I just that is funny, right? I just describe it to people, and there's like, yeah. Like, but then, no, it's but that. then you have people finally typing in Myers, right? And it's like, yeah, M I E A R S. Why isn't it showing up? Well, with the algorithms now, it's like if if someone if I do a show and someone's like, you're funny, can I find you on Instagram? I'm like, sure. And like, what's your name? I just type in Cody M. And like, what's your handle? I'm like, dude, we're so close to each other right now. I guarantee you it's going to pop up. Yeah. And it always does. Yeah. I'm like, what? But yeah, if you're not by me, it'll be like the 18th option or something yeah. ridiculous. It, it really is that insane how connected we are these days. Yeah. And I can't, I was going to, I was going to do Cody Myers, but I had someone uh, make a fake Instagram with my account, like some bot. Yeah. Years ago. And they use a picture of me and then my name and then they own that account now. So I can't use my name. <laughs> it's like Cody Myers underscore or something like that. No, it's literally just Cody Myers. Oh, Wow. They yeah, got to it first. Got, yeah. Dang. What happened was Instagram or Facebook was like, hey, you want to see this picture? You got to make an Instagram account. And I kind of clicked yes, and I'm like, I don't want this. So I clicked delete account, but then like once they delete it, they're like, well, now it's ours. Yeah. So then, yes, yeah, someone just took it and used it for like spamming promotions and bullshit. Yeah. So not Cody Myers, but Myers Cody on everything. All right, Cody. Well, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. And thank you all for listening.